Father God, we just um, just want to pause one more time. May our hearts be filled with um, an expectation of what you will do uh, in these next moments. We're going to talk about a challenge. Pray that hearts will be open to receive that challenge. Pray this in your name. Amen. So every new year, what is one thing that um, most of you do at the beginning of a year? What? Ah, re- thank you, Marquia. It sounded like my daughter's voice, one of my daughters. So, so New Year's resolutions, right? So these are, these are goals that we set. These are uh, commitments, um, you know, a challenge that we want to achieve, uh, promises perhaps, but we set New Year's resolutions. Now, I went to high school Sabbath school um, right before this. I went to at least six different um, high schoolers Maybe only one of them um, had a New Year's resolution. Uh, but check this out. I, I read an article about a week ago. Uh, it was written in November, and it was talking about a resilient mindset. And in that resilient mindset, it actually had certain statistics um, about New Year's resolutions. So just check this out. So 38.5% of U.S. adults set New Year's resolutions, Okay. Now, here's the biggest demographic. 59% of young adults, by the way, young adults are ages 18 to 34. So congratulations if you made that mark. You're a young adult. So 18 to 34, um, that you're the biggest demographic of the people who make New Year's resolutions. Now, the most... Um, uh, the, the one commitment or New Year's resolution that people make the most, um, there's 48% of people who make New Year's resolutions make this one. What do you think it is? There's a lot of, uh, what? Exercise. In fact, the top three have to do with your health. But 48% pick exercise. That's my New Year's resolution. The second one is eat healthier, and the third one is uh, um, lose weight. Uh, so top three, uh, but 48% says I'm going to exercise more. Now here's the devastating news. Listen to this. And, and this is just, just in the last five years, um, uh, according to this article, 23% of you who started a New Year's resolution, you will stop this evening. 23% of you, are, you're done. After this evening, you're like, I'm miserable, I'm done. And that's it. And here, here's something else that's a little devastating. Only 36% make it past the end of January. Done. 36%. You're done after January. No pressure. Only 9% of you that make New Year's resolutions, 9%, will actually fulfill that through the year. Nine percent. Isn't that something? So Warehouse um, Community has a few ambitious New Year's 
goals or New Year's resolutions for 2023. And I want to share some of those with you today. And some of you might ask, well, what, what, why are goals important? Why are goals important? And I might have this up on the screen, but, but listen to this carefully. We just heard some incredible stories up here. So listen to this. The goals we make today will determine the stories we tell tomorrow. Goals are important. Depending on what goals you make, or any at all, the goals we make today will determine the stories we tell tomorrow. Now, goals are, are like a target, right? Like a target. So I'm going to do a little bit of target practice today. And let me ask something. Uh, is there, is, Peter, is Peter here? Peter. Come up here, you're gonna be my little example today. You didn't know this was happening, but I'm excited about this moment. So I've got, a, I've got sort of a gift for you for Christmas. And I've got it wrapped, I wrapped this myself. So I want you to come up here real quick, come up the stairs. Come on, Peter, we don't have all day here. My minutes are going and my wife's gonna complain that I've spoke too long. All right, come on, right, stop right there, all right. So, a lot of you know what this is. Now, this is absolutely useless if you don't have a target. It is absolutely useless, right? So, so warehouse without a target, what are we doing here? Okay, so a Nerf gun without a target is absolutely, it's no fun shooting at the ground. You've got to shoot at somebody you really want to shoot at, right? Because it tells a good story. So it will tell a good story. So Peter, I don't want to shoot you in the face because I'm not that good of a name. So turn around and I'm just going to see. Sometimes you hit a target and sometimes you don't. There, I got one. All right, let's see what happens again. Peter, I got another one. Peter, I got, oh, I'm going to get headshot. Oh, that was close. Headshot, there you go, done. All right, Peter, thank you so much. Give Peter a hand. That was awesome. All right, so, so here, here's the deal. Goals are important because it will determine the stories that we tell tomorrow. So our target, our goals for Warehouse Community for 2023 is centered around one and a half verses. One and a half verses. We can memorize these verses tonight, by the way, or by, by the end of this. So Matthew 28 Jesus has died, he's resurrected, and he's got a few really important words to share with his disciples. And he comes to them and he tells them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And he tells them that for a reason because of what the rest of what he's going to challenge them with. Because he gives them a command. And what he's saying is, Okay, I've been with you for a while. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And if you abide in me, that authority is yours. Paul talks about it, and we've talked about it here as we were exploring what is church, that, that Jesus is the chief cornerstone, right? And, and, and he also talks about that the church is an unstoppable force. Because we abide in Jesus, this church is an unstoppable force where the gates of hell will not what? Won't win. Undefeated. 
every single time. And so that's why he says, all authority, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And the very next verse he says, therefore. Knowing that, that's the umbrella, therefore, this is what you need to do. It's a command. It's crazy, right? So Jesus gives them all the confidence in the world. This is what you will do. Because you abide in me, this is not only what you will do, this is what you can do. And you'll be undefeated every single time. So then he says this, therefore, and we're not gonna even finish the verse, go and make disciples of all nations. All authority, that's with you. Now go and make disciples. Who's he talking to? He's talking to his disciples. Now there's about a hundred, maybe a thousand different definitions of what, if I already poll every single one of you and say, what's the definition of a disciple? What does a disciple look like? And this is, this is a beautiful thing, guys. Um, I think it's in about two weeks, we are going, um, our pastoral staff, we're going on a church retreat. You know what the main topic of that church retreat is going, not church retreat, sorry, staff retreat. You're not invited to this one. Um, you'll be invited to the one in May. But, but you know what the main topic is of what we are going to discuss and wrestle with? What does discipleship look like? So this is something that you're going to be hearing about quite a bit in 2023. And so Jesus says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go make disciples. Go make disciples of all nations. So what does the disciple look like? So I talked to Pastor Matt about this this week. And we went back and forth, and this gets us really excited about stuff. What does a disciple look like? Here's it is, in its, in its simplest forms. A person who is passionately in love with Jesus and pursues the growth in his relationship with Jesus daily, and he invests or she invests in another individual to teach them how to grow in Jesus daily until that person replicates it again. In other words, you're not a disciple unless you're making a disciple that makes disciples that make disciples. It is a constant, it's a dynamic word, and the word disciple itself is called a learner. That's what it is, it's a learner. And so you are growing in Jesus daily, and then you systematically meet with somebody else and teach them to grow in Jesus until they do it the same way to somebody else. That's in its purest form of what a disciple is. And Jesus tells us, go make disciples. Go, make disciples. You can't fail. Because all authority, if you abide in me, all authority is given to you as well. You can't fail at this. Go make disciples. So here's our goals, pretty simple goals for 2023, and you gotta think of the, the number 12, because there's three number 12s here that we're gonna talk about, so it's simple. We're trying to make it as simple as possible. We feel that there is some powerful stories that happen at home church. We also feel that there is an incredible environment that takes place during home church where disciple relationships can start to emerge. Right? So, so one of our goals is to launch 12 new home churches in 2023. That's once a month. 
So something that you need to think about. Should I open my home, my apartment, my parents' home? Should I open my home to start a home church? What does that look like? We would love to talk to you about that. That's goal number one. 12 new home churches in 2023. Goal number two, okay, or target number two. Goal number two is this. We're going to ask 12 individuals. You might be in this room, I don't know. 12 individuals to join us on a retreat that we study Jesus' method of discipleship and then challenge what does that look like for my life now. Now that I know Jesus' method of discipleship, what does that look like for me now and what do I need to do moving forward? So 12 of you will be asked, and maybe there'll be 12 of you that volunteer. I want to be on that. Doesn't matter what the date is, I'll be there. So does that move your heart? Do you feel any movement from the Holy Spirit? That's goal number two. Goal number three is this. We want to develop specific and intentional 12 discipleship groups. And those 12 discipleship groups, we're not going to get into the nitty-gritty of what that looks like, but basically you would have a discipleship relationship with a small group. And that gets very intentional where some spiritual transparency happens between the two or three of you. And if that's something that you resonate, again, talk to us. 12, 12, and 12. 12 home churches, 12 individuals for a discipleship retreat, and then 12 discipleship groups for 2023. And then there's this other thing that we are um, looking at doing, probably starting a soft launch in February, where it's called Warehouse Collective. And what that is, is a conversation of anybody. It's an open forum. Anybody can come. Everybody is invited. And it will be on a Wednesday. And we would meet in the warehouse, even if it's illegal, because it'll be a small group. But we want, to, we want to meet in the warehouse during this in February. And it might be over a meal, depending on what uh, Pastor Juan's budget is that week. Um, it, the, the, there'll be a meal where, where a couple things happen. Um, where new ideas are birthed and where existing ideas are strengthened. And so this is where you come up with whatever something that God's put on your heart as what can I do as a part of the church in action. Here's some ideas I have. So new ideas can be birthed or existing ideas can be strengthened. So four goals for 2023. 12, 12, and 12. What's the first 12? 12 what? Home church. Then 12 individuals that come to a discipleship retreat to learn the method of Jesus of discipleship. And then 12 discipleship groups, and then warehouse collectives starting um, in February. Now, the goals we make today, that's our target. Just pretend that, that Peter is that target. I didn't always hit Peter, it came close, but but goals that we make today will determine the stories we tell tomorrow. We want to continue to hear stories like what we heard this morning. 
And so the question that I'm going to let rest on you, and you might want to wrestle with a little bit, is what must I do? What must you do? And ask yourself the question, what must I do to sacrifice today in order to step into a disciple relationship? Here's what Satan's going to bother you with. Well, I'm not perfect. I'm pretty sinful. I don't go to church that often. This is what he's going to mess with you with. Who did Jesus go to to find his disciples? The most messed up, confused, insecure, cursing, whatever, mouthy. It doesn't matter. Jesus went to those people, the ones that didn't make it to priest school. That's who Jesus went to. So don't play the game. I need to get right with God in some way, somehow, because the Bible's very clear on iron sharpens iron, so does one man to another. We need to have iron sharpens iron relationships at Warehouse and at Forest Lake Church. So I want you to think about what must I sacrifice today in order to step into a discipleship relationship? If you don't know what that looks like, come talk to us. But I will tell you this, it's messy, it's painful, it's frustrating, it's time consuming, but it's also beautiful. And it is God's plan for the church. Pastors aren't the only ones to do the discipling people. It's every single one of you. If you're a follower of Jesus, part of following Jesus is to go make disciples. You can't fail, even though it feels like failure. Because you have all of Jesus' authority on you. I'm just wondering, can you do it? Can we do it as a church? This cannot happen without each of us being a part of the body of Christ, moving in God's purpose to go and make disciples. Father God, whatever the nudge needs to be in each individual heart in here to move into a relationship with another human being that's messed up. I pray that you will make those connections by your divine navigating. And Lord, I pray that in the year 2023, we could look back on these targets, these goals of making disciples and this truly could be the foundation of where you want us to go as we accept and be obedient to the command of Jesus to go and make disciples. Set our hearts on fire, Lord. Give our hearts the passion. Let us sacrifice whatever it takes to move into these relationships. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.